Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am delighted to be joined by Jay Lit the Kid. What it do? How's everyone doing out there? Episode ninety-five coming at you. The uh, the belated best of, I think, is what we'll call it. Right? Belate, belated best of. I think it's right on time. Are we right on time? I mean, like I we know said, every- we're not doing the Spotify shit. We're not shutting shit down October 31st. Yeah. We go through the whole year, and then we got to comb back through the the highs, the lows. Yes. Um, you know, the funny, yes. the controversial. And this is what we've come... We've, we have some nominees and some categories we're going to get into in a little bit. Yeah, Jordan did a real thorough run-through of... Was it episode 46 is when this year started? Is that what you said? Uh, for the next week, you can just call me Coach Bill Belichick because I was... You were watching the, tape, bro. I was just... all I was only watching tape. You were watching a lot of tape. A lot of tape. I was just in the film room. You were Krzyzewski on, on the flight back from, uh, you know, Arizona State. Just yes. already looking towards... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I just Georgetown. Won. I just won, uh, you know, the championship, but I'm already on the flight back recruiting. <laughs> what, what, what is it? No days off. Yeah. No days <laughs> off. Is yeah. That what Belichick does. Yeah. So um, be ready for that. That's coming. Um. Yes, that's coming. And also, uh, what already came uh, at at uh, twelve uh, fifty one a.m. this morning was they're shutting down. They're trying to shut down our. Our number. The bat phone. The bat phone, dog. Now, we, we got a cease and desist, if you will. Let's just say there's some controversy, controversy going on with our provider. The lawyers are on it. Max. Max is on it. Get back to me. We're waiting. Uh, it's a big retainer. Yeah, they won. they're trying to get rid of the, They said it's expired. They're trying to get rid of it. And we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've been, play, we've been paying our bills. Now, once again, you know, we are out here doing all... Th- uh, all the all the work, all the effort, and there's like the smallest list of things we ask Mike to do. It's really it, that's it, and and it's only fitting that the that we the belated best of it, it involves because he had a good like the last six months were smooth, but I, then he, he but is, then old habits reared its ugly head again, which is weird because right after the new year, I'm thinking you're locked in, and then. Something like this happens, and you know, you know what it was too. It's because you know he, because you know he had a pretty. Mike had a better second year than he did first. He's been, he's doing, he's been doing. Producer Mike's been doing better. Yes, right. Yes, Confirm. and this, and this year when it came to their performance reviews at the end, you know, right before the new year, we bumped up, we bumped up producer Mike a bit on, on the uh, on the on the numbers. If, you know, producer Mike's numbers and stock have gone up. They went up this year. They went up. We said, "Hey, you did a but you did a you did a better job here. Here's numbers that reflect that better job." Yeah. And then as soon as we do it, mm. what's he do, dude? I mean, so call us on the Robin phone. Call us. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! New number. New number is uh, three hundred five. Uh, fuck Mike. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that uh that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no K. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to, we got the best of, uh, for you. Like I said, Jordan took a deep dive in there. Um, it was fun by the way. So that'll be a lot of fun going back over. He started Jordan in, in, in the pre-show meeting started going over like a couple 
Because I was I, like, because I, I was like, what you got? What do you got going there? You know, I was questioning him. And as soon as he got through like two, I was like, all right. Bah, 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 all right. Yeah. Save it for the show. Yeah. Yeah. So we we, we saved it for the show. But um, let's get right into it because uh, we've got we've got a bit of a cowboy steak for you again here. And Jordan, talk to me about three six mafia. I feel like I should almost tell you to talk to me again yeah, about, about three to, six. Mafia. I was just about to say how I, was your week? I was just about to say I was like that felt weird for me to say to you. You know, talk the, to me about three six. It was just like listen, young blood. <laughs> there are very very few spaces of real estate that I occupy in your territory. Yeah. Of you should be coming to me uh, for the approval. And Southern hip hop is a big, uh, a big, a big circle in that uh, Venn diagram. It is, but specifically <laughs> three six. So I want to actually, I'm going to turn this table and turn this turntable on you, sir, and say, how was your week? It was, it was pretty crunk. Yeah, it's pretty crunk. Yeah, uh, I went to the strip club every night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, three six. I, it was. I think uh, I don't know if I if it was you or who I was who I was talking to, but. I was, you know, I was, I was just playing the shit out of it, and it, it's so good. Like, you know, there was a part of me of just like, oh, this is gonna be like one of those moment in time hip hops, and I was like, all of this still holds up for me. The, it's the juxtaposition of how hood and how raw the lyrics are versus how well produced the actual music is. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Because their stuff is. Not for most people. Mm -hmm. It is a very specific genre of rap that, like, you have to kind of be into that, like, horrorcore kind of Satan stuff. I mean, 3-6 Mafia. Yeah. That, that should say it right there. Yep. It's just very dark rap that not everyone can get into, but they, like, they do it so well. And God, it's, it's, it's so just... Good. Um, it's so good. You know, and, and I think we were talking about it a little bit last week that... Or maybe it was after the episode, but like they're one of the first people in hip hop that started sampling themselves. On yeah, future yeah, songs. yeah. You were saying that. You were saying so, that. So you know, in it was just they were groundbreaking in a different way. Um, I love them. I will always love them. Mm -hmm. um, they played a very large. Um, they played a very large part of my like high school childhood. You know, yeah. and, and after. So yeah, yeah, three six, yeah. three six was good, and they had a good story. Oh, great story! They had, they, they had, they had, they had, they had some meat on that on those bones. Yeah, but R.I.P. Gangsta Boo. Yes, R.I.P. Gangsta Boo. We still don't know the cause of death on that one yet. I I've think, been, I think I saw. Did you? Can you we? See? Can I wildly speculate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've been like kind of like looking at it every day, and I'm. Oh anything. no! I saw like the day after. Uh, her and her brother, I think. Uh, did some drugs with laced with uh, fentanyl. Fentanyl, and they both OD'd, and I think the brother made it, and she was like on the front porch, like of Damn, her own house. Yeah, tragic. Right now, there. allegedly, 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 allegedly on allegedly. all of that. Uh, Max, you heard that? Uh, hey, as long from what I've been told, as long as you pop an allegedly before, during, or after, you're good. That that I'm absolved. That's 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 the vocal NDA. That's what's been said. Mm -hmm. Now now how true that is, I don't know yet. That's gonna be but my truth. It's gonna be my truth. Okay. Can I say it's gonna be my it's gonna be my truth. I won't be suing yeah. our own pod. So it's going I'm gonna go with it being my truth if anyone mm. ever asks. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Um so I don't know. I it's funny because I think we said this right after the last podcast, and I was like, Hey, by the way, I'm gonna do this this week. And you were like, what? 
And guys, I fulfilled, um, you know, my my personal journey, my my <laughs> my um, you know, my long journey across all lands to finally go see across Israel, across, across the Mesopotamia, across I've, the Holy Land, if you will, all all the way to the Fertile Crescent and back, all the baby. way and back. I finally got to see my man Jerry Seinfeld live. You went to I was gonna say you you went to uh Temple. Correct. You went to Temple. It was seven o'clock Friday night. So yeah, <laughs> I, you might say I was in Shul. The late show. Yeah. Um <laughs> How was it? It was so, probably awesome. So it it starts, I want you to know, just with like a very, you know, Seinfeldian backstory of my wife and I saying um, we're not going to get you any Christmas gifts, but we're going to buy you an experience. So we took my parents. Okay. But then we also bought us tickets. Oh, that's So we say. got to go. You we got, got to go too. Jews are going to Jew, man. Yeah. Jews are going to Jew. So we did. Uh, it was a very Seinfeld thing. <laughs> that's to, hilarious. It was very George Costanza. That's, that's hilarious. You guys sitting there and like, you just they turned like, oh, we did that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was, you know, I was kind of questioning. What? 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 Bro, I mean. My man, where was, were your seats? By the way, where you were, we were no, where yeah, were we you? were up in the top, but okay. we were like right, kind of right at the edge almost. So uh -huh. we, we had good, you could see them, but um, I didn't know if my if my guy still had the fastball. That's really, fair. that's you, not fair. You know, it's funny you say that because I was listening to a Lebertard show today, as as you and I are ones to do. Yes, and uh, Chris and his parents went went. To Seinfeld? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they and, and apparently actually there's a fun actually uh because they and they didn't sit together. They got separate seats. Uh, Should have done that. Early early got like the real nice seats, like just two rows up. And then like uh Chris and uh Christy were in the rafters. Of course. And, See you there. But but then also too, uh, because I saw all of them over the weekend uh for my niece's birthday party and um Erlene was telling me how she's like, yeah, we're sitting there and just like, she, I think she's, I think she said like halfway through Seinfeld, there's like, you know, these people two rows up that are like shimming over, like clearly late for the show. And she goes and and she goes, Alex, and I shit you not. She goes, it was Dan and his wife. It was Levitar. No. They were just there. He's, she's like, they were like 35 minutes late. She's like, but you know, she's like, because that's so them. He's always like late to everything. Like her, but I remember, a I remember Miami thing. Oh, I remember what like it was like a few years back when it was like Erlene's like you know fiftieth or whatever it was, and she we chartered a boat. Like we got like this like cruise at night to go up and down the intercoastal, and I remember like sitting there on the dock for like forty five minutes, like when we couldn't leave and because we were waiting for Dan. Mm. <laughs> you never want to be the guy everyone's waiting. You don't want to be a Dan. Don't be a Dan. Don't be a Dan. But he, but I'm sorry, and I digress. But he, but Chris said on the show, and so did Dan. Like just the way, and Greg was on the show too. And the way all three of them were talking about the show, they kept just saying like, you know, it's Seinfeld. Like he just, you know, he just does his Seinfeld thing. It was good, it was good. But you know, and I was just like, oh, you guys don't want. I think they don't. They don't want to trash him, you know, on like the national stage, which I understand. But like the way that they, they just like, you know, he just his delivery's the same. You know, he's, he's like that Seinfeld. And I was like, oh, they're. They're, they don't want to trash them. Or they don't, not, not trash them, but they don't want to say anything negative. I can totally understand why. I mean, to me, you know, the God, he's the godfather in of a course. lot of different ways. And I think that what they were doing is, I haven't listened to it yet, but mm -hmm. it sounds like they were like, 
you know, he's he's still great. He might yeah. not be as great as he was, but he's still got it, and we're we're just gonna keep it positive. Yeah, I yeah. thought overall it was a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good actually because. He doesn't cuss. He doesn't get really dirty. Right. And he's and the the shriek that he does. I was waiting to see if it sounded the same. <laughs> does he, he still got the vocals? Still got it. The vocal cords. Yeah. <laughs> and you know he does a lot of like the I'm old and married uh, observational humor. Yeah. But, but it was some of it was so good. He did an hour. It was yeah. Uh, it was yeah. It was about probably a full hour. Yeah. yeah full at hour. Least had to have been. Yeah, but it was good. How was the opener? Um, he do you know, no, I know him? Did anyone? No, did you know him? He said he'd been touring with him for like thirty years. I'd never really heard the guy's name. He sounds like Dave Chappelle, though. Like it's it to me was Is it almost, a black guy. Yeah. Okay. But not even that. It was the way he talked in his delivery of how a certain way David Chappelle talks. He talks like that all the time. It was a little. It was weird. You're you're, you're watching like are you biting? I don't know. It was yeah. I was kind of first chicken or the egg here. I was doing a little side eye. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But he was okay. He was okay. okay. He was all right. He was all right. Yeah, he's all right. Okay. Um. So as you know, wifey is currently you know growing us a baby, Mm -hmm. and um, so she's been obviously sober since we know we knew that. But I've been doing dry January. You've been doing dry January like a loser. This is I've I've never done it before. I hate everything. I hate the I already I I'm okay to skip this conversation if it's a, if it's okay with you because I don't like anything about it. Well, now we have to unpack that. I'm a strict. I'm staunchly against. Staunchly. Staunchly. I'm staunchly against people as of yourself who are not like alcoholics, but you're you're a drinker. People that are drinkers and then they decide to do dry January. I, I'm just like, what are we doing here? We're who are you? To, who are you I, trying to impress? What are you doing here? Ooh. Oh, um, see, see, see. That's why. See, if Jordan had a little liquor in him last weekend, that might have been turned off. Mm. That's the um, that's the reminder to always take a photo of the belly once a day. Boom. Uh, oh, okay. So we'll. All right. So the good transition. To what I was saying. I'm assuming you're doing it because you're on the front lines with your wife. No, I think it's more. Well, look, she's been obviously off the bottle for a while. And I was like, you know, a lot of people do it, I think, just to get a nice little healthy, fresh start. Yeah, does that make, does that make you feel better? No. Okay. I what feel we, terrible. What are we doing? I don't. Just under, I, I understand, like, the healthy start, like, hey, eat a little better. But, like, not t- drinking anymore is just like, that's that's Because the, then as soon as you, that, like, we're going back. All right, guys. All the listeners what are we out doing? there, call the Robin phone. You know the number. <laughs> only you Only you guys have the number. <laughs> And let us know if no, you're just doing... No, D- just DM us, on, like, on... Just go to... Uh, go to um, Shut the Fuck Up Podcast it, yeah, on Instagram. On Instagram and DM us because, like, yeah, give me... Let us hear yay or nay on Dry January because I'm sure I'll be in the minority because it's, you know, it's the No Nut November, the, the Dry January. No. All those things are just so stupid No, you to can't me. put those together. I can absolutely put those two together. What are you talking about? No. They are both fucking dopamine hits that you do every single fucking, you know, week. Mm. You can absolutely put both of those two things together. They kind of You are did the same one thing. and you didn't do the they other. Are, they, they are. are I they don't are believe this, in wait, them. So they're the same thing. Did you They're know? the same thing. One is with your dick. Yeah. And the other Do you is... do No Nut November? Fuck no. Oh, so what are we doing, bud? Come back. I Let's don't... go out this weekend. Yeah? Where are we going? Come back. Quarterdeck. 
quarter deck. <laughs> I, I know you do quarter deck. Uh, All right, we'll do, oh, you know what? Let's go to Bimini Bay. Let's really bring it. Let's go to Bimini Bay Bar. Guys, if you don't if know. If you break this spell, I would. shouldn't it be at Bimini? It would, yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know, guys, look it up. Yeah, that one is a deep cut. Okay. Um, so basically what I'm hearing is you hate this about me. You I think don't, I should quit right now. I just, yeah, I, I absolutely think you should quit now. I just don't see, like, to me, it, to me, if your reasoning is like, oh, you know, I just want to do the healthy thing. And, 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 and already, you know, we got the, uh, we got the windows here at the, at the. Does it sound like we're in a big city? <laughs> yeah. Is that like we're like in like Philly on Broad yeah. Street or some shit? <laughs> Uh, but no, if you're doing it to like, you know, be like, I just want to like, you know, what's a good reason to kid, do it? Uh, but you, you're, but you got some high blood pressure going and you, we need to get that back down. You know, we, we like it got, it's getting to some levels that we need to chill out on. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. But like, or, but like if you're a drinker and like, just stop him. just like, why, what are you doing? What are you, what are you proving? Cause, cause you know me, I'm not a big, like fad guy, like. You know, oh, stop for the mind. Get everyone else doing it. Like if everyone else do it, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I'm doing it. Oh, for the most part, I'm definitely I'm the same way. Yeah, but you know, and it's been around for a while. That's and that's that makes it even worse to me that you're now choosing it. Like if you did it like a couple times in the past, I'd be like, oh, he's, he's dipping the toe in the water again. So this, you know, like if, if like Piper the... was doing it, like I could see Piper doing it and being like, okay, yeah, pipes. Piper, hit us up you, on the Robin just... phone. You definitely have the number. <laughs> Are you? Have you done Dry January before? And if or so, no, when? not or no, not November, Scott. No. <laughs> I want to know both. DM, DM us. <laughs> uh, we want to know both. All right. Let us know both either. You can DM us too. Anyone. Like, like I said, it's my th- like if it's people that like you know they have drinks through, you know every single month, like week or you know or like maybe a couple of times a week and then you do them just like why? But if someone's like, you know, they don't drink all the time or like when they do drink they don't get like absolutely like swizzy or they haven't done that in a while. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm not a Monday up. through third. I'm not a sun a Monday through Thursday casual drinker. I will drink. I won't have a single drink probably until. Friday, Friday, Friday afternoon or evening or potentially even Saturday. I drink uh, every. Th- I drink Thursday. Thursday I will drink and I'll get like I'll I'll, uh, I'll tie one on pretty good because that's when new music and stuff comes out. So I try to stay up to listen to it at midnight. And, but then Friday night I don't drink at all. And that's like my movie night. And then mm. Saturday I get after it again. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's so everyone's got their buck style. Yeah. But I'm just I'm on the bench for a little bit, Coach. It's I listen. It's it's your it's your prerogative. Obviously, I I'm not the biggest fan of it, but you know every week we'll like continue to ask you how are we what's the update, and then every week uh, you still haven't had a drink. Will I be more and more annoyed by the look on my face? Yes. And you'll be and you'll be able to see the look on my face because guess what we're doing right now. What are we doing? We're recording. We've got the video back, like we said, and we're recording. So Surprise! you will, you will see my face every week when Jordan still has a drink, and I'm going to be annoyed. Yeah, Actually, you got you know a haircut what? too. You look nice and clean. I know. I didn't even I didn't even do it for the pod, but you I did, did do it for the pod. You, you know. Did. I'm actually thinking about it now. This is what I'm going to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a cooler next next Feels week. Feels like we're in a big city. <laughs> I'm gonna say, what is going <laughs> on in the hood, dude? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have just a a cooler here, with some beers in it. And when I ask you, Laser Wolf, maybe, yeah, sponsor. But no. But, but when I weeks, ask in three you, weeks, when I ask you, hey, did you uh, did you are you keeping your pledge? And you say yes. 
I'm going to reach into the cooler and I'm going to and I'm going to start drinking that episode. Mm. And that's on you. That is on me. That's on you. That's on me. <laughs> I'll take it. No, but seriously and, and like good good for you. Good for you. There's like there's literally no negative mm. that that is an outcome of your decision except for Alex's like ego mm. being hit. That's the well, only negative. We'll so I'll see you next week and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yes. Um all right guys, it's we, time. Well, no no no, we uh we uh we skipped over the what did you learn this week? This week. We ran right through it. Yeah, yeah, we skipped over. We were we're, we we're have, a hot potato. We're a hot potato today. We're excited. How confident are you in your what did I learn this week? I have a cool one. I have a really cool one. All right, give me it. Um all right, so I learned this week that in World War 1, I, I don't know if you've seen this. I was for, I've never seen it. Uh, in World War One, when they Big were fan. when they were out uh, in uh, I here we mean, go. What is bro, going on? Hey, listen, the studio. You guys better be hearing this. I'm let, I just want to let everyone know the studio is in a neighborhood that's a little seedy. Because no, it's not. It's a little seedy, but well, that's because Mike found the spot. My, of course, Mike found the spot, and he signed a fucking mm. five year lease on it, so we're locked in. Mm. But. Uh, it's, 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 but he did it cause we didn't have money in the beginning and we were going the cheap side and now you're hearing, you know, just a couple of deliveries or that's a, just a couple of deliveries out there. They're dropping some people off. Just a couple of deliveries. Sound like four or five. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, we're in World War one, um, on the, uh, French front, mm. uh, like, uh, it was, you know, it was a pretty much a very desolate, like battlefield. And because everything was being bombed and uh, tanks and whatnot were running over everything, so it was just it was really desolate. Except for it had all of the every you know you had all of these trees in, in like on the battlefield, and they you know they had no leaves or like barely any branches or anything on them because again, just of all the chemical warfare and like and so you just had like these dead trees sticking up throughout the whole entire battlefield in France. So the United Kingdom started making these fake spy trees and they would take they would take a ton of pictures of like they would pick a tree in like a really like strategic area closest to like you know the german front and they would take all of these pictures of the tree take all of these like measurements of all these different things of the tree and then they bring it back it's in the measurements and, and all the stuff and the photos back to the uk and they would make the exact replica of that tree and except for the trees hollowed out, and you can put a man inside of it, and he's what? and he can be perched up, looking, and and he's got a really good vantage point of of the enemy, and you can see exactly what they're doing. So they essentially created a like for like tree, and, but and they do it in the, and in the middle of the night. And when the tree's ready, they send it back. They send it back to the front. And then in the middle of the night, they fucking chop the fucking old tree down. And then they put the fake one up right in the same spot. So like in day, and when the daylight comes up, it looks like nothing happened. That's insane. Dope, right? And, and it's a hollowed out tree and it's like really high perched up and you and it was hollowed out and there would be one uh, soldier in there pretty much radioing back to like his people like fucking what, what they're doing, what the, what the German front's doing. Whoa. And had all these, and it had all these fake spy trees. That's dope. Right? Now that right there, that a will, good? that'll go on the 2023 <laughs> submission it's dope. Uh, for best. What did I learn this week? Which yeah. is a category coming up. Yeah. That's a good one. That one was cool. I was like, wow, this is really cool. Damn, I kind of wish I went first now. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> what did you learn this week? Damn it. Uh, actually, <laughs> you tried to, you're like, you got a good one. Uh, I don't know if it was. I, I was. I, I just know you like the history ones. That's why. That's why I said it was good. Uh, like war, tactical related history you stuff. You like that shit. 
Yeah, but you like that stuff. So do I. But yeah. no, that's why I say when you asked, like, do you have a good one? I was like, well, I know you'll like it. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. That was a good one. Yeah. I want to know more. Why wasn't a movie made about those trees? <laughs> Dog. It, called the, Timber. Ooh, what would the... Oh, oh dude. Timber. De, uh, dot. Tree Spy. All or qu- something like that. All Quiet on the Western Bark. That's it. <laughs> something like that. All Quiet on the Western Bark. <laughs> All right, go. Keep okay. Going. What did you learn this week? So what I learned this week was I wanted to just kind of see what the, the current... And I, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the word and then you tell me how you say the word. Okay. I wanted to learn about the current affairs of the Michelin star. I say... Now, is it Michelin star I, I or say, Michelin star? I say Michelin you say Michelin. I say Michelin tires and Michelin star. Well, they're by the same people. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Now, do you know how, like, the restaurants are graded? I have heard it before, but right now, no. Okay. So, and I feel like you've told me this before, like, a long time ago. Well, they have what are called, like, anonymous chief inspectors okay. that go to the and restaurants. I, and, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I've also always I've always wondered about the, uh, the Michelin stars for... Uh, restaurants, and I've always wondered about these JD Power and Associates that do like, do they, I think they do cars. Yeah, they want J, the JD Powers four or five years in a row. Remember all that? Remember that who was, crowned JD Power and Associates? Those were two entities. I was always like, who, who, who are they? I'm about to learn about one right now. Now, JD I don't Power know. Now, Associates? Well, you know what? We need to do a deep investigatory <laughs> dive into JD Power and Associates. Because the Michelin star or the, the no, I'm you, calling you, it. You say it how you say I'm it. Saying no, you it. say it how you say it. The Michelin star. Because you could be right. I could be wrong. Basically was self-anointed. They just started doing it. Okay. So there was no governing body that said, A, tire company. Make a pamphlet of places to like stop at and which places are good. Right. No one did that. No one they did just kind of did it. So these I feel like I've heard did you did you have you told me this? We before? talked about the origins of it, but I wanted to know oh. like currently okay. I'm giving you just a little background okay, on okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. But basically these these uh inspectors they'll go into a restaurant and they're checking for the service mm-hmm. and the food quality. Okay. And these guys they go like anonymously or do they get sent in? No, anonymously. Okay, okay. No one knows they're there. Ooh, I like that. They're basically so like a tree spy but just a human in a restaurant. So, but these guys are, these, 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 these people are crazy. They go to like 300 restaurants annually. So they're eating at like a restaurant that they're grading basically like every other or Uh, every day of the week. It sounds like Monday through Friday. Yeah. So some, yeah, it says some of the people were, were eating at places like up to five or six days a week. So how do I get this job? Exactly. (laughs) So there's a deal with this. How how much do they pay? And I I don't care. Exactly. So there's the one star, two star, and of course the best is the three star. Uh huh. So right now there are a hundred and forty. I thought it was five. Don't they no. always say Michelin five star restaurant? Or? No, three star. Three star. Okay. Three okay, star okay, is okay, the okay, most. Okay, 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 okay. So uh, right now there's a hundred and forty two three star Michelin uh, Michelin uh, three star restaurants in the world. How, how many we got down here, bro? We got any down here? We gotta have a couple, um, right? I don't think we have any. Let's go to one. We probably let's, do actually. Let's go, to, let's go to one this week and have a drink. Oh. So, um, you know, it started back in 1889, and the crazy thing is, there's a couple restaurants that have been like that have had a three star for a while, mm-hmm. and there's a uh, the French Laundry in Napa Valley. They've had it since like 2007. That's a they've long time. They've maintained it. That's a long but, time. 
the other thing I learned that in France, there's a restaurant called Georges Blanc George in Blanc. Blanc. And it earned its first star in 1929. And since 1981, it's had three stars. Okay, so there might have been sound like there was a little bit of uh, compiling going on there. You know, oh, I, I feel like is that you what know, you're alleging? Because oh, if I feel like you know, in in the '80s, like you know, the Michelin people stepped up their expertise games, maybe went back to schools, had a little, and, and and hired the standards a little bit. Mm. I think I'm thinking maybe uh, Georges Blanc was skating for a little political minute, for a little for a minute there. Mm, like I don't they've know. had it for so long, they can't take it away. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's old worldly. We like this, and then the '80s hit, and we're just like, yo. Like people have like dope shit going on here. The like, Georges Blanc like still got people sweeping the floors. Actually, uh, also shout out to uh, my buddy, lifelong buddy, uh, Zach Engel, Chef Zach Engel. Mm -hmm. He has a restaurant in Chicago called Galit, and it just got its first Michelin star. That's right. That's right. You went there. I think for... I gave that shout out before too. Well, uh, when you went up there for the wedding, the weddings, I yep. think didn't you guys go there? Yeah, it yeah. was awarded it. I think in the last couple months, so it was oh. like more recently. So that was like before they got all big. So like we knew that band before no they got big. No biggie. Yeah. No so biggie. Shout out there as well. You guys had you had you had the mixtape. You got the mixtape. Oh, exactly. You, you got the mixtape. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Or should I say the mix plate? Oh. I like that. I don't know. Mm, it's okay. All right. Are you uh are you uh, prepared and ready <laughs> to be our you're bit you're you're our you're our host for this year's best of uh, uh, show edition. Yes. So we have a couple categories the 2022 here. Edition. These are, you know, the wildest and wackiest moments, funniest moments, controversial moments of 2022. So I have some categories and, um, do we want to put this out to the people or do we, are you just going to put the, maybe the wig on and make some decisions right now? Um, I will keep the wig close on decisions that I stand firm on, and others we will leave it up to the people. How okay. about that? Okay. How about that? So I think what we'll do... Should I keep yours close, too? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this one might be yours. That's that me. Close. So... Yeah. I don't think the people have seen this yet. Or anyway, that one's mine for sure. This is yours. Yeah. That That's. I forgot I have, like, the... Uh, for the people at home, this is... When we're ruling on things here at the pod, I mean, we've told you before in, in early episodes, but when we're ruling on things, this is on our head when we're doing it, usually. This <laughs> I wasn't is how ready for that. I wasn't Montel ready for Jordan, it. this is how we do it. <laughs> Bro, you look like Montel Jordan when he turns 82. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, I think, though, I'm going to, we're going to say the category and I'm going to give you, um, you know, potential winners, but I think you and I should also pick one together. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's and get into it. We'll What's our what... first category? For the 20... Start us best, off good. Best of 2022 awards, we are going to start with the most annoying celebrity. The most annoying celebrity. Let's of get into it. 2022. There were a lot this year. So... There were a lot. Now, when I say these potential candidates, these are three juggernauts. Okay. There is not a a lacking member on the squad. Okay. okay. So first we have, of course, Kanye West. Yes, of course, of course. 
We also have Elon annoying. Musk. Annoying when isn't even like the word at this point. Well, he crossed the threshold from annoying to anti-Semitic. Yeah, which is the one line you don't cross. Not on this pod. Not on this nope. fucking pod. Uh, now we also have Elon Musk. Yep, give it to me, baby. And then we have the one-two combo. You can't separate them. They fight together. Will and Jada Smith. Ooh, God, this is hard. Oh, God. That one right there, I think, throws the, the wrench in the engine. I think... I think Kanye the- made a, lo- a lot of, uh, you know, movement in the last couple months, you know? I think... I think Kanye is, you know, the, the easiest one you want to jump to. Mm-hmm. But I think if we're talking about j- this year in specific... I think we have to go Elon. I think so too. Just everything with the kids, the Twitter, him, his just general self, the uh, SpaceX stuff. Because remember, he sent Be- Bezos there. They did the SpaceX thing. He thought he was cool with that. Jeff Bezos gave us that amazing laugh. Hell yeah! <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> remember that? <laughs> remember that? Yes. That Bezos laugh was yes. just, he's, hell yeah! He's got the cowboy hat on. All three of these people are equally hateable. Yeah, four. But yeah. Four, well. But they, they are, are one. They are one. They are one. They are one. They are one. So we're going to go with Elon. I th- That's I, what I, we're going to say. I, I have, I'm very comfortable. Congratulations. Annoying, yeah, because Kanye, we just hate at this point. Yeah. He's kind of out of it, and now it's between. But I, but I think Elon is, is he's annoying right now. Yes. Right? You know, yes. like, we don't hate. Or like, he's, he is actually just annoying. Yes. Congratulations, Elon Musk. 2022 most annoying celebrity uh, from here the Shut the Funk Up podcast. Here is your trophy. Your trophy is a uh, statue of the crime dog uh, Scrubs McGruff. There you go. Yeah, which will come up Scrubs later. McGruff. Don't worry, yeah. Scrubs McGruff. There that's, you go. That's that's what our uh, that's what our um, what's it called? Not it's not a trophy, but the award, I guess. Our award is in the shape what's of the, yeah. the 1960s cartoon uh, Scruggs McGrath, the yes. crime dog. Yep, the crime dog. Yeah. Um, now we have, of 2022, the best guest. The best guest. We're going to make some people unhappy here. Yeah, the, I, hate, I hate to do this, but we'll, we'll, we'll do it gently. So we have Dugan. Mm. We have Wifey. Mm. We have Nate P. Mm. We have Allison. Mm. We have Elbow Baggins mm-hmm. and Chris Bellis. Chrissy, Chris, Chrissy mm-hmm. Chaos. Yeah, Chrissy Craft Beers. Is that where we're going? I don't know, but I just, I just, was, I just wanted to keep going on. Um, I would go. Yeah, I would probably go Chrissy Craft Beers. Chrissy Craft uh, Beers, because he, uh, he gets the show. He actually, if I remember correctly, too, the Peacock and Music for that episode was a nominee, a nominee of his. Mm-hmm. All the other other guests haven't really came with that. Now, Dugan brought the fire last episode. We got a lot of good feedback on Dugs. Yeah. Allison as well had 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 a couple of really good stories as we'll get into. As I two. wanted to just punchize her face again for free when I listen when re listen to that episode this week. Benny's Benny's an easy good one. He'll be back, so I think. And he's actually he was on the most of. I think he was on three, if not four times. Okay, so that's the other thing. He's, um, he who, a, are you, who are you thinking? Who are you uh, thinking? Hmm. This is hard. One. I think as the judge, you got Nate in there. You said and I think then, as the judge, a judge with so many um, 
different members of my cabinet on this that I have to abstain. Oh yeah, you do have a you do have a few because I can't. Uh, I mean, wifey. You know what? This may be a good one that we can that we leave up to. Uh, yes. To to the audience because actually because I'd actually like to know who the audience liked uh, the most. All right, Dugan, wifey, Allison, uh, Nate P, Chris Bellis, or Elbow Baggins, or or, or, or Benny. Uh, again, hit the DMs in in on uh, on shut the funk up because. We're having uh, phone bill issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike. Yeah. Singular uh, wireless. Next, we have the best peacock. Ooh, hell yeah. Best peacock. Now, I have the nominees here, and you tell me what I you're sent going. you over a couple of, like, you know, I think it, I, I mean, I, I ought to be honest, I sent you over some honorable mentions, but there's a clear one. I agree. Um,. The first one you said, episode 59, The Hollies. The Hollies. Yeah, 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 The Hollies. Now, you're much bigger on them than I am. Um, you're, they're you didn't, good. You didn't do your research correctly then. They they, then that means you lied to me that, that week and didn't listen to them. I did. I mean, no, because what you said doesn't match up. All right. Next, we have Naz. Hell that's yeah, episode brother. 64. That that one's, that one's, that's, whoo, the Naz, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which episode is that? 64. 64. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we got Shuggy Otis at 67. Ooh, that's a good one. That was a good one. Shuggy was a good one. That was one where I was like, damn. That was, that, shit, that was a true peacock. That was a true peacock. Totally. That was never that even was... heard the name in my life before that. And then you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Tim and Bob at 74. I like Tim and Bob. They need to be, they, they, they should be recognized. Really? Yeah. They, they were like, cause we, we hardly do like that, that 2000s hip hop and R and B and, and they were an easy one that like really encompassed all of that. And they were again, another true, uh, peacock of like behind the scenes. You don't know who the fuck it is, but you know, their shit. I will say that they definitely helped bridge that gap from yeah. the early to the, the, yeah. the, you know, the 2000s hip hop. So I give them that. But we also have um, John Mayall and the Blues Breakers, episode 76. That's not even a question for me. They're the winners. They're the winners. Congratulations. We don't even need to talk about the other ones. Love Come this. right up. John Mayall and the Blues Breakers, they're actually sitting right in the front row because you always sit the, uh, you know, the artists or the celebrities up front that are going to be winning. I don't yeah, know if people oh, the, knew that. The camera panned right to them. They did like this. Oh, we're so surprised, but they knew. Yeah, like like you know when you're nominated, you know, for a Grammy, and you're like, all right, let's. I mean, I'll prepare a speech, but I don't think I'm gonna win. And then when you get to the theater, and then the usher keeps walking forward and forward and more forward towards the stage, oh. and then you're like row three. That's when your heart drops and goes, oh shit, I think I might have won. Yeah, because now something they're down. not putting you in the back at like row ten or seventeen because I mean that's just a logistical nightmare for the cameras. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Yeah, which you know what? That's so weird. I've never never thought noticed about that. that. It, oh yeah, it makes total sense. But I, I I can't believe I didn't really think about that. That like it's obvious in logistics. The Grammys. I always used to like look at that. I used to be. I was like, all right, who's in the front row? And then I would say like, okay, all of them. Everyone in the front row is winning. Except for like maybe one, it's just probably someone that respect, but like was nominated for like one thing. But like if you're Liza in the front, Minnelli. You're the, yeah, like the first two, you're just like, okay, I can see who won. You know, best you know rap album. I'm glad we came to a very swift and I th- and I think justice was carried out decision here. John Mayall, I mean, they it's they're. they're 
their tentacles are in every one of our other peacocks. Correct. They're in their their tentacles is is in in the peacock tonight. I'll also Spoiler. nominate Chick Corea. Chick Corea, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I throw that one in there. Yeah, I would nominate him on the side too. All right, next we have in congratulations, John Mayall. Yes, congratulations. 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 Um, we have next Alex's worst mistake. Oh, is this the, is it the loud wrong stuff it's or just the general loud mistakes? Wrong. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot. Well, that's that. This is this. How long do we have? How long do we have? Actually, the... we're going to keep this one nice and brief. We got three different options. Here. Are you going to be gentle with me? Uh, you called Mick Ronson, Mark Ronson, and your dad uh, that made, was bad. made it very clear. I would think at home, at least it was bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. The next that one was really bad. Um, the next one is. And look, we as a, as a as a democratic nation on this podcast put this one to the vote, and you lost. Uh, <laughs> Scott's wedding was my best man speech. That one, that one is an Alex's. That that's an Alex's loud wrong. That 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 one came from the people too, which was that was humbling, wasn't which it? Which was worse. I mean, do you want to get into it again? Because because Alex does not. Uh, he does not uh, at all acknowledge mm. that uh, that outcome of that vote at all. Oh, you're it's, doing it, the Trump thing. It's out there, and you guys can all eat that cake. Alex will not be having dessert. Alternative facts over here. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> and the last uh, Alex's worst mistake was um, Jay Lit the Kid's Rocky take. Jay Lit the... Oh. I... I what, were the, what was the first two? Um, you have here the Mick Ronson, Mick Ronson. Mark Ronson, um, the fact that I was the best man at Scott's Oh, there was wedding. only three? Yes. Okay. And, um, and me thinking that Apollo Creed died in Rocky III. Um, it's got to be that one. Damn it! <laughs> I mean, there was an absolute fucking just, I think it was notarized to a letter sent to the studio with letterhead on it. And it was two pages, I believe, right? I believe so. And it was a very thorough argument and statement from the Mitski. And it was fairly compelling. Yeah, I don't think anyone... Because I believe you then, that came in and then you doubled down and then I had to watch. I believe I, then I had to watch Rocky. No one worked harder <laughs> to prove that you were wrong about something this year. Yeah, and that oddly, now, and that clearly, oddly, uh, it's got to be that one because that one, that one got out of hand. Like that ruffled feathers. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, and that's what a good loud wrong does. That's what I do <laughs> as he flaps in the wind. All right, now this is a big category right here. This is a big one. This is a big one. We have, uh, if you guys, you know, listen to the podcast, you'll know that, you know, we're some entrepreneurs. We, I mean, some of them are funny, and then the other half are like, yo, you could probably take that one to the bank, son. We This category is best new business idea. Ooh, all right. We had some pens, good ones. Get your pens and papers out, people. Now... You'll have to forgive me on this because I could not find the tape because it's buried deep in there. But our first landscaping brother-in-laws. Brother-in-laws. <laughs> That's right. That was our landscaping business that we yeah. thought of. I think yeah. that that is a, is a very... And we, we were going to get the shirts made 
until we went online and found like some like New Jersey someone uh, yeah had it. yeah Mickey out in uh, out in like Hoboken I yeah. already I already did that one. Now this was another great one. This is from episode forty eight. Um, we started a travel company that would come to your house and and uh, pick you up and just take you somewhere unannounced, but we were going to send you somewhere like fucked up. This was this, this is this, this was um, this was the birthing out of uh, get up and go out of get up and go, which that one is a is a dot com where you go and you kind of answer a bunch of questions and then they just they they book it for you and your your person whoever you're going with. Yeah, but we're gonna, and ours was what and ours was uh, <laughs> grab your shit and get out of here. <laughs> that's the name of it and we're sending you to bosnia yeah and yeah 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 and you just sign up and then we send you wherever the fuck we think we think you should go now once again pack your shit and go billion dollar idea (laughs) the next airbnb now this one episode 50 because we were on a tear at this point we were really hit now we were this was after your what did i learn this week diedinhouse.com Yes. And we said that we were going to start a reality company where we only sell you houses where people have been murdered. That's Good Bones Realty. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea, bro. That's a good idea. Like, dude, Good Bones Realty? Oh, Come on. my God. What, what was our. Did we have a catchphrase for it, too? Uh, <laughs> You'll die when you see this place. Yeah. What was it? <laughs> It was something it was like something that. Like it was. That. It, was it, it wrote oh itself. I mean, that's that's for the Maca- all of you. You know, Wednesday fans out. Everyone that watched Netflix. Now you, everyone's you know wearing goth and dark. Hey, come give a give Good Bones Realty a call. We will put you in a beautiful little just absolute Victorian fucking fuck up fuck dome. Oh no 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 no! See right around the corner, I have this beautiful Massachusetts murder suicide that you guys are gonna love. You have got to see the basement. There's blood everywhere. Also, clandestine meth lab. <laughs> that's that. That's the one. What, what else? Do, how, how can you top that one? I love that on DiedInHouse.com <laughs> that it it doesn't just say there was a meth a meth lab in yeah. your house. It was that it was clandestine. Yeah, that's what always makes it, it better. You know, it's to like me. this thing kind of it seeped into the walls in this one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. this wasn't just the corner. Now we still have three more. We oh had some my good ones. God. Now the next one, episode seventy-two. We didn't come up with a name, but the idea for the business was the QR codes. Uh, with content on them oh, on yeah. people's tombstones. Y- yep, that was a good idea. I, I I actually had I don't know if we said this on the next episode or something, but I actually had a couple listeners reach out to me after that episode because they were like, "This is a million dollar idea." Yeah, and I was like, "Hey man, fucking that's what we do." You know, like, I'm still like joking, and one of the pe- one of the listeners. Was like, no, I'm gonna look this up for you. And if we, and if this is like, if this is like, if we can make this happen, he's like, we should do like do this. And I was like, and I was just like, yo, you do the legwork, like, but know that it's time stamped on the podcast. So if you try to like do without me, like, I'll sue you because like I had the idea first, like I said it out loud. And he was like, all right, cool. And he like got back. So to you me. haven't heard from him? No, he no. The person got back to me within like 15 minutes and was like, yeah, this is already a thing. Fuck. Someone that is already like takes you to a website and you can like, you know. Damn. Fucking, yeah. 
But I'm still it's still an idea I'm, though. I'm still putting I'm still putting my Spotify playlist on mine on mine. You're gonna come by and it's gonna take you straight to like just a, some balling playlists. I'll probably have one in, in all four corners, just my top four best playlists. You're gonna have <laughs> you're gonna be dead and I'm gonna come to remember you at your grave and I'm gonna start listening to the playlist and I'm gonna get mad at you for not showing me some of the music. One of them though, know that one of them you're gonna be like, oh, all four are playlists, but one of them's actually just gonna take you to a website that's a recording of of me going, hey, what's up, bud? <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> and then it's just you having a one-sided conversation. It's just me having a one-sided conversation. Oh, like, sounds good. Yeah, hope everything is, is you good. You have kids now, huh? You know, it's, it's been good on you. A little warm, but, little warm. You, you know. <laughs> the worms get to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'll throw some zingers just to like you chuckle at my grave. Thank you. <laughs> All right, now this next idea, you would set on what did I learn this week about how um, if you have extra uh like electronics you can leave them outside and amazon will come recycle them for you yes that's right that that is that is but then i posed the the thought of this giant company that's fucking up the world based with all of its pollution what if we start a company where you can just come out to a meadow and you can office space your copier yeah, that's right. into the ground. Yeah. And just that that did we, you know, uh, did and we it's, name a, it? it's a recycling company. Did we name it? No. Ooh, that one needs Episode a name. Episode 73. That one needs a name. Yeah. Yeah. That needs to be that that one needs to be like Junk Hill. Something just Whoa, like Oh man. You, junk Junk Hill Recyclery. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You bring it, you smash it. Yeah, and then we just crunch it down into the earth, and then it, it does less damage than the money that that Amazon would make to then continue its just worldwide spread. Yeah, fuck Amazon. That's the name of the company. Yeah, punk rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, and the last idea, episode eighty three. <laughs> we talked about starting a crime podcast called fred mcgriff podcast crimes against dogs we'll put the pause on that case dog. where we only solve dog related crimes that that is actually that's one of our that's actually a really good one that's a podcast that i can see a cult following right but yes absolutely dog on dog crime also yeah well and, and we'll explore all the dog laws Dog laws. Uh, everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, we'll get it. Like, there's there, there there's no fence, if you will, when it comes to uh, to that podcast. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to power through. That one's off the... I was trying, and then I couldn't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is it that? Is it Good Bones Realty? God, like I don't know. That one's hard because I really like Good Bones, but that I, in all honesty, I really, I, in all honesty, I think the podcast bought podcasts about dogs and dog laws and dog mysteries and like unsolved dog killings and, and mysteries could be just as popular and viable as I think a lot of people would love to buy a house that fucking you know there was a just. You know, Boston's biggest, like most famous rapist lived in. <laughs> I think I will look. I can I can agree to this right now. If we pick um, Fred McGriff podcast, Crimes Against, we Dogs, have to do it. We will at least do one episode in 2023 
as that podcast. All right, we're doing, we're doing, we're That's doing it. We're doing it, yeah. Because I right. would love to do that podcast. All right, we're starting. I would love the, to do that. We're episode. starting the Fred McGriff podcast, Crimes Against Dogs. We'll put the pause on that case. <laughs> we are going to have one episode and one episode only oh. that we will debut on this uh, on this podcast. We'll do later this year. Yeah, we'll do one episode and, and kind of like you know, you know, kind of like. See if it has, see do you guys do you guys do the smell test on it? Mm. You know what I mean. But pick up your poop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now we have a couple more here. Um, this is a good one. A- Alex's uh, the best of Alex's story time. Oh, had a couple. I had some good ones this year. Now the first one, the Santa's not real story. Yeah, that he. Yeah, that one. Anytime your dad's involved in the story, I know it's going to be good. Yeah, Santa. The Santa. When I found out Santa wasn't real, that one was that, that. That was a good story. Found it on the side of the house. He said Santa forgot it on the roof. We have a flat roof. There was a lot of holes. It was it was an absolute sweet uh, Swiss cheese of a story. Absolutely. I'm glad you saw through that as a judge. Yeah. Now we have here a great saga that you told. Um, the broken down car outside your house. Guy pissing in your lawn. Oh, that's right. The Orthodox Duncan Jew. Mm. Mm-hmm. Duncan Donuts Gate. Donut Donut Gate. Donut Gate at your house. That was was front. wild. No, that we, one was wild. What could top that? I honestly, that what could top that? We have the Allison Lit uh, featuring Jay Lit inadvertently <sighs> feeding the bear pot brownies. That one story. was funny. That one was very funny. Now, the last one, which I think personally, I'm just going to say is my favorite. But <laughs> Which one is it? Alex's story time of him dressing up as a scout. Oh, God. And going to the local high school. Bro, it will live in infamy. That was my favorite story. It will live in infamy. You know what? I'm going to do a John Mayall thing, right? And I'm just going to pick that. <laughs> that one, when I showed up to my old high school... Dressed up as a scout, went down the third baseline. Fathers are just hovering as if uh, I, I'm I'm, a, I'm a, a carcass on the road, almost ready to die, and they are vultures. I got a couple free hot dogs out of it. Ugh. I mean, it was a sensational, sensational story. And it was off the dolo. That one was not planned. I Neither, love as, as none of them actually were. Yeah, no, that's what makes the stories like story time. Like yeah. it's that none of it was meant to happen, mm-hmm. but it, it was. Just I brought too the good. iPad. I had the I had the stopwatch around the net. It was a whole. It was a whole thing. You look like a baseball scout. I had the I had the I had the Braves hat on on front. The dads are just like who you look. No one in particular, sir. Love no one that. in particular, sir. Love remember, that. I walked. Remember, you're supposed to pay, and I walked. I at first walked in on the phone. Remember, that's how it all started. Yeah, because I didn't want to pay. I also didn't want to pay to get in. And then it was like, oh, it's eight bucks. And I was like, and I was, and I act. Remember, I acted like I was on the phone, and I just and I just pointed to my hat, and she was like, oh, okay. I that's how it. Like, and I was just like, all right, and the character begins. Love that. <laughs> The, see, even now you're regaling, regal- me. you're regaling me with this story. All right, we got two categories left. This is a big one. We have the best. What did I learn this? This it was week? probably a lot of good ones in there. There was a lot of good ones. So well, first, give me, give me, yeah, give me. Give I got a couple it. nominees. The first is La Vaquita. Oh, the doggy. The dog uh, that they held a fake protest for because he was hit by a bullet during a real protest, so they then could. 
did the fake protest so they could actually perform medical treatment on him, and then he became mayor of the town. That one, I mean, what a strong, what a strong first. Yes. <laughs> what a yeah. strong first. It's like when they throw the winner up first. What, do you have on, the episode of that one? No, no. It, I well, didn't. It's, if you guys want, if it you was can like find 40, that lava. I actually, keep, I can... Uh, if you if you could go back, if you know that that it, was it, uh, forty eight. If you go back to episode forty eight, because we do these, uh, what did you learn this week's in the beginning? It is worth listening to the first fifteen minutes of that episode. Yes. Uh, next, our next nominee, we have Amo Quavenin. This is oh, that's your, my boy. Yeah, that's your boy. That's, that's the that's, badass that just would not that that took meth and just like in the Swiss Alps or some shit, right? Yeah, he <laughs> he, he went like a hundred and twenty miles. He was on a military skiing, I think. Yeah, uh, he got lost or something and had to group. like ski a hundred and twenty. All of his miles other people, all of I think all of his other people in his battalion like, had all died, but he was like he was an army. He was a soldier, but I think he was a soldier slash like doctor, and he had all the meth. Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and the operative words, and he had all the math. Let's and say, he's the only just, one that lived. He made it home. Uh, we have the Cokeville bombing. <laughs> if you remember yep. the couple, uh, the they quick. had the uh, gasoline bomb that they made in the shopping cart, and they were demanding all this money at a school, and <laughs> the guy had to go take a dump. And the there were two different had, bombs that day. Yeah, and one <laughs> dropped, and then the other one, she had the dead man switch and had to go wipe her forehead and accidentally ex- uh, I exploded mean, the bomb. What a terrible day to just fucking be all thumbs. Yeah. Um, so we have the the latrine disaster of eleven eighty four. Oh, that was the that uh, that was the uh, big shit hole claps. They might have yeah. That was. Like the priest, and they were trying to figure out. Oh, there was a land dispute. Yes. and then they and they got all like the lords in the town to meet at like the second floor of like the monastery, or whatever. And the floor gave out. Guys, you don't and, need above a shithole. Yeah, yeah, and the floor gave out, and the floor below was the latrine where all the shit from the whole entire like monastery went. And the only people that survived were like. The king and one of the guys that were in dispute that were in the other room, other room doing like a backdoor dealing, weren't they? Yeah. So that's where that all happens, and the Something and the guy like looks that. at the king and just goes, "Split it, right? 50-50? <laughs> so we also have a, another strong nominee. Um, the altitude thickness on in the front yard hey, that when thick, you're climbing Everest. Thickness with with three C's. That's a thickness with three or, C's. Or two C's. Whatever. Uh, there's a two C. The thickness there, with two C's. There's a condition where, <laughs> due to pressure, as you're climbing Mount Everest, you might pop a raging hard boner. Yeah, you get to the bone zone. To get to the bone zone. Yep. Certain level. Yep. <laughs> um, we have the dog of Matarje. That was the uh, what? That was that the, was the eyewitness dog who saw someone murder his owner, can't, and can't. <laughs> who then alerted local authorities that where and then took him to the bot, took them to the body. Uh, the king found out and said, "You have to stand trial," and and basically was like, "You have to fight the dog hand hand to hand combat." That was. That was what he voted for the king. Yeah, and, and then the in dog, trial you could be like duel, or we'll go through the jury. And he was like, "I got this." Yeah, and he took on the dog, <laughs> and, and guess then what? The dog, and then the dog got after him, and he admitted to the murder. I mean, what do we have the episode? I mean, the dog ones are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll find that one for you. That and was funny. That was the funny. last nominee is 
It's this doomsday Oreo vault in Norway. <laughs> we have to go, dude. We have to go and we have to do a fucking episode right outside the door. So there's this doomsday uh, a bunker that you were telling everyone about where they have Oreo, just the cookies wrapped, and also the powder to make the 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 cream they have filling. powdered milk so that you can go out so if in case of apocalypse you can go outside grab ice bring yep. it inside you know melt it down to water and then you know pour the powdered milk into it and you can have milk and cookies post apocalypse so when it's a nuclear <laughs> holocaust and there's nothing left go to norway we already said you you and i i believe it said meet like me. when shit goes down we will meet and we will head yeah yeah that's it <laughs> okay, so those are the uh, those are the categories. Or those are this, the nominees. This one, that one's too hard, man. That right. one's too hard. I don't know. That one's too hard. You can either pick it because honestly, there's like I could name three or four that are like so so good. We're gonna leave that to you guys. You guys choose. Yeah, you guys choose. Someone someone hit us up and let us know which ones that you like the most, or maybe you liked another one. And now we have the last category of the night. Uh oh. Before we get into this peacock, what's the last? We have the one? best show. That you and I attended together. Musical concert. Do you have them all? I know I, I, I remember I some them. of them. Okay, okay. So first was, and I put these separately, even though they played together on the same night. We had Jungle. Uh-huh. And then we also saw the Gorillas. Mm-hmm. We saw Tab Benoit. Mm-hmm. We also saw Jack White. Yep. And the last one, which I put on this list, I can't, this is, I to can't. remind you of, this could have easily been part of story time. I remember it. The show that never was, <laughs> Grassroots, when we went to go see <laughs> Juke. <laughs> That's the best one. We had eight. a day. We had a night. We had a day and a night. We went to Grams. That shit was, yo, Grassroots was dope. Grassroots. Grassroots, grassroots was And yeah. I think that might be the answer. We shall rebuild. Yeah. Dog. I mean, it was hairy there. And if you guys don't remember, that was a <laughs> I forgot about that. music festival, small music festival, local festival that we went to go see uh, the band Juke, which is a local band mm-hmm. with Eric. Great band. Yes. And uh, we got there and they were ill-equipped for anything other than perfect weather. But I also would like to say there was a mini tornado that did roll through there. It, was, it wasn't like oh it rained it was i mean if there were times like we were behind like a cargo like container it was just like it was a bit hairy it was i think it hailed it there was <laughs> hail <laughs> like it was it was like dust we went under a tent it the was, bar it was, that we bought beers from blew away yeah <laughs> that's that's all you need to know <laughs> Um, they it, they were ill-equipped to handle, I think, anything but perfect weather, and they got terrible weather. It did seem like all the stages were built uh, like uh, they were teepees. They were made out of toothpicks. They were. It, it did seem like there was no one there that knew anything about uh, architectural physics. Okay, so the best show we went together was Juke at the Grassroots Festival. Great show. Great show. <laughs> Great oh show. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to get into this now? Let's get into the peacock. Let's do it.
Got one for you today that I thought I did. Really? Yeah, I thought I did, and I was like, oh, shit, okay. All right. Yeah. So this was kind of like uh, you didn't even think about it because you're like, I already did it. Yeah, I already did it, and then like um, one of their songs came on over the weekend, like a deep cut, and I was like, God, this band's a shit. And I was like, did I ever do it? And like drunkenly, I was like, oh, I never did. Mm. Okay, so this week's Peacock in Music is a band called Free. Free. You, I've definitely played you, I, yeah. you, you, uh, you. I've definitely played you them before on the jukebox. Okay, nineteen sixty eight to nineteen seventy three, blues rock. Perfect. As you can see, it was a short stint there. Yeah, sixty eight to seventy three. We've talked about this before, but there's n- and, and it, it sucks because you always do the what could have been card, but you know, like I always I call it like you know the the cream theory. Like when you see a band that was like together for like four years, you're like, man, they probably had some good. They they always cram some good shit in there. Yeah, yeah. They did enough to where they're like, okay, we're done. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So blues rock band. I want to go through the um uh the musicians real quick. You got Andy Frazier on the bass. We've got Paul. Co- uh, I I I want to ask you this, Paul. Is it it's K O S S O F F? Is it Kossoff or or Kossoff? Two S's or one? Two S's, two F's. Kossif. Kossif. That's Paul Kossif. Paul that, Kossif. Yeah, Paul Kossif. Okay. Paul Kossif on lead guitar, Simon Kirk on drums, Rabbit Bundrick on organ, and Paul Rogers is the lead singer. Love that there's and, an organ in there. Uh, yep. And then I wanted to throw this guy in there because this is a little bit of a... A, a bit of a teaser. Alexis Corner is also like a mentor of the band, and Alexis Corner is a future Peacock. I've had him for a long time on my list because he's just one of those like you know Geppetto puppet masters in the background. And uh, I just wanted I, I wanted to throw him in there because you will be hearing Alexis Corner in the future at some point. Okay, but uh. Paul Kossif and Simon Kirk first became friends um, when they were in a band called the Black Cat Bones. Um, the two uh, went to a uh, London pub and they saw Paul Rogers in his band uh, Brown Sugar playing at the Fickle Pickle. Love that. Um, and they, uh, the, the two immediately loved uh, Paul Rogers and his voice. And so they said, please join the band. He said, absolutely. And... Uh, they needed a bass player at that point. They had the they had the drums, uh, the guitar, and the lead singer. They needed a bass player and Alexis Corner, who at that point uh, was uh, again he was associated, kind of played. He played in there. He, it was probably the one band that he played in the most. But he is just a, he's just a, a, a guitar player and musician that's associated in so many bands. And but Alexis, wh- where is this? Alexis Corner, this is in London. In London, okay. Alexis Corner uh, played a little bit and was around John Mayall and the Blues, and there, uh, and Andy Frazier had a really small stint playing with John Mayall and the Blues Breakers. Didn't we when, all? When Alex, yeah, right, yeah, said everybody in the world. Uh, and Alex Corner was around for a couple, a couple of their sessions, and Alex Corner recommended Andy Frazier to the band mm. for their bassist. Little so word he, of mouth advertising. Yeah, so he became their bassist. And, uh, and also, too... Alex Corner is the person that named them the band Free. Okay. Just again, I'm just, I'm just a Geppetto in the background. He will be a future Peacock, but this is the first time we're shining some light. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they played this one. I thought was pretty cool and noteworthy. Um, they played their first gig in April ninth, uh, April nineteenth, nineteen sixty eight. Listen to how old these guys were when they they're on their, at their the, their first gig, and this is sixty eight. So again, try to remember all the dates because again, because they were only you know four to five years together. Yeah. So sixty eight was their first gig. Uh, the bassist Andy Frazier, fifteen years old. <laughs> Paul Kossif was 17 years old, the guitarist. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to be like, it's 1968, and they were 64 years old. <laughs> oh, you thought I was I going... I thought you were going old. Yeah, no, the oh bassist is 15, lead guitar is 17, and Paul Rogers and, and the drummer are 18. <laughs> and they're playing their first gig. And... Um, they like from the get go, like at, at that first gig and playing around, they just I'd already got they had a name going already, and everyone was 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 hearing about them. Uh, so that same year, November of that same year, so about five months later, they cut their first uh, album, and the album has has uh, you know really good local success, and it's playing a lot on the on the UK radio, and they go on tour as an opener for the Who. In '68, as as you also do, as you do, apparently, um, wow. And then the following year, 60, 1969, they record their second album, uh, and uh, it, it has a little bit of success, but not as much as the first. But then their third album, Fire and Water, which is released in 1970, so that's one each year. Yeah, Fire and Water, that one puts them on the map to international stardom. Really, uh, partly be, uh, because of the hit single "All Right Now," which you know. Yeah, All Right Now. Oh yeah, that's that's free. That's how everyone will know them. And that one charted in the United States at highest. It was was number four on the Billboard Top 100. Oh wow! And it sat there for a good while. So that one put them on the map, but as if you're, if you're doing, if you're staying with us and doing the I'm map, I'm doing the map. We're now 1971. We've got a couple years left on this, about a year and a half left on this bad boy, and they 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 disband in 1971 because uh, the bassist and Paul Rogers, uh, they just have disputes on you know just musicians musicianship and stuff and. Pretty much, who should have more say on because now, because at this point, you know, Frazier and Paul Kossif were doing a lot of the writing and stuff, but Paul Rogers has now become he's he's got this voice and everyone knows his voice because uh, later on I'll tell you who he, the band he goes on he goes into, but it's, he really starts becoming into his voice and he wants more, uh, you know, as most lead say. singers kind of do though. He wants more say in the band and like in Frazier's like, nah, fuck that. This is like. You know that we we know what we're doing, and you're just like the lead singer. And he was like, "Fuck that!" So they disbanded. But in 1972, they quickly got back together because apparently uh, Paul Cossett, the lead guitarist, um, has got a serious crippling drug addiction, and they they kind of get to the point where like maybe if we get the band back together, like. And would go on tour that'll get him away from like all of his like dealers and his druggie buddies. Yeah. And they're like trying to like kind of save him. But the tour like quickly ends because of his drug addiction and he's just like not showing up for gigs and he's just like nowhere to be found all the time. And he's just super unreliable. Hmm. So the band again, uh they uh they disband and in nineteen seventy three, in the middle of nineteen seventy three uh, 
Paul Rogers and the and the and the drummer Simon Kirk, they joined forces with the guitarist from a. I don't you I don't know if you know Mata Hoople. They're really I've heard the name too. They're a very really really pretty famous uh, '60s band. So they took the guitarist from Mata Hoople and then the bassist from a. Uh, 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 past Peacock, King Crimson, mm-hmm. the bassist from King Crimson, and if you remember too, he was the bassist. The the King Crimson bassist was the guy that did. He played with no frets. Remember, he had the fretless bass. Mm. So they all joined forces and they started the band Bad Company. <laughs> okay. And Bad Company is, is is you know are the two the two main guys from Free basically start Bad. Company. I'm gonna listen to Bad Company by Bad Company. On, on the way the, home, on the album, so on the loud. album, Bad Company. I'm going. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to listen to that so loud on the way home. Yeah, it's a really good. Bad Company's an amazing band, but the also cool little caveat about Bad Company too, because when they when they kind of like made this little mini super band, it was a pretty big deal because at this point, Paul Rogers was huge. Mata Hoopa was like floundering, and they didn't know everyone like what was kind of just like free agents, and they had this really great guitarist, and uh, King Crimson was this. You you know, band that was hugely like, you know, looked at as like super powerful and super famous. So they made this like little mini, uh, you know, super uh, super band. And the band uh, was so popular when they put it together that it's the only other band that Peter Green, who is the very famous uh, manager for Led Zeppelin, it's the only other band he ever he really? also managed Bad Company. Huh. And put bad company on the fucking map. Those too. are the nuggets I need. It was just a really. It was like a whole. It was just. It was. It was this amazing band. Then you had this fucking huge fucking manager too, and then bad company just totally. They might have to be my next exploratory truths in music because I don't know a lot of bad company. Bad company's nasty. Okay. Bad company is absolutely nasty. Paul Rogers, and that's also too when Paul Rogers from Free the loser, he goes he, in bad company is where he's allowed to. He writes and does all his shit and, go, and his vocals. He, I mean. You back up is one of those where you listen to him, you're like, is this guy like one of the best rock and roll singers, like you know, of all time? Because he's got fucking hmm. some vocals on him. He can okay. belt. Yeah. So that is your peacock uh free. Okay. Check him out. I'm excited. Check him out. Yeah. It's uh it's one of those little uh bands that my dad put me on. Uh, early on, and uh, they just don't get a lot of recognition, and, and that's what we're doing here today. We're, we're doing our service. Y'all better recognize them. I'm excited for that one. Um, you know, the 3-6 Mafia this week was kind of like a, a, a stroll down memory lane for me, which very few of these peacocks are. So I always like when you point me in a new direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check them out and uh, let me know next week how, 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 how we did. Um, but before we go on this... This episode was a lot of fun. Yeah. This episode has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Before we go, I wanted to touch really quickly because I know if we touch on it next week, it'll be... I mean, it's already pretty much out of the um, news cycle, I feel like. But the Dana White slapping up his wife business. Mm. I'm not trying to go down a uh, uh, off your John Rocker at all with it. Yeah. Um, but I do just want to... Bring to light. I mean, if any if people don't know Dana White, the uh, you know UFC, the face of the UFC, yeah, um, was caught on video TMZ whatnot, uh, giving his wife two pretty fucking proper slaps in the fucking face. Yep. After she she slaps him first. Well, you know we'll give all the context, but she slaps him first, and he gives her a couple man slaps, if you will. Yep. 
and a uh, bit of a shove, bit of a bit of a shove and 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 a, and a holding onto, mm. a grappling, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to say, obviously, I mean, we don't condone that here. We're not no, about that. No, we life. don't condone that. We condemn that. We condemn that. But I just think it's I, I, the only reason why I want to bring it up is because it's not getting a lot of. Uh, not a lot of you don't get a lot of attention anywhere. No one's really talking about it. Okay, okay. Which is surprising because you know the media loves to talk about anybody else. Yeah. You know that's doing like Antonio Brown or if anybody else does some shit, they love to like hammer that shit Seize home. He's right in on it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know Dana for some reason is uh, getting it's quietly getting swept under the rug, and I wanted to like make sure that he knows uh, not on not on our watch. So you're just making sure that the rug gets put back down and it's right there on top. I want of the rug. I want his wife and I want everyone and, and Dana to know like you are seen. Okay. Piece of shit. You are seen. We see a little bit of a piece of shit move there. I know we don't we don't know all the facts and whatnot and we don't really need to know them and you know, maybe it was a one time mistake. Look, we don't we're judges. Know. We don't need to know the facts. You're right. We still do have the judges' wigs on. Yeah, we don't need to know the facts. We will Okay, you know what? You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. And there you go. That's it. And that's how we're gonna leave it. Um and, and and I just wanted to uh, bring that up. I didn't I didn't, I didn't want to like you know mean to be a little downer here at the end. You did, but I just didn't want. I I wanted to talk about it, but I, I know if, if we did next week, it'd have been fucking too uh, late. Even like okay, bro. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, we're judges. We have judged you, piece of shit. Uh, and we'll see you next week. See ya.